Hello, and welcome to Turtleneck Table Talk, the podcast that seeks insightful conversations with leaders of our community. My name is Devin, and this is Austin, and we are super excited for today's guest. Today, we have an awesome personality who is bringing up the film culture in Wichita. He has started his own uh, studio with a bunch of other like-minded students, and we're so excited to get his thoughts on a lot of different things today. Please welcome Luke Parrott. We gotta clap. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> How you doing, Luke? I'm good. You know, That's I'm good. chilling. That's good. It's a hot day. So yeah. Turtlenecks. So great day for a turtleneck. No. It's a great Perfect day for day. a turtleneck. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll just jump right into um kinda what uh, what your journey got you to right where you are now. So in oh for people who don't know, you're yeah. you're directing um, short films, uh, documentaries, yeah, and just kind of talk about your journey, man. We're just gonna get right into it. Yeah, I feel like I should have introduced myself more. <laughs> um, this is your introduction, right? Yeah, here. yeah. yeah. Here's your um, journey. We were critiquing your intro already yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> that might have not been the best, <laughs> best way to um, get in the hot water there. But we, no, no, it's good. Um, I mean, yeah, I started off um, making like really silly youtube videos on my phone i feel like a lot of kids did that like in our generation growing up because i mean we were the first generation to grow up on the internet and mm -hmm. youtube and stuff and so i kind of fell in love with like watching youtube and i was like well i can make youtube videos no i, <laughs> I cannot make youtube videos <laughs> um but that's how i kind of like fell in love with like just creating just like a stupid idea and then showing my friends yeah. and be like look at this cool stupid thing i made and so then it literally just like snowballed into me writing like more of a script for it writing an outline for like so there's more planned in the video mm -hmm. um i started started storyboarding my shots which is basically just like planning planning it out more and so they just got more and more in depth and then by the time i graduated high school i was like oh i kind of need to like know what i'm going to college for <laughs> yeah. and so i was talking to my mom and she was like well i mean you like film and like movies and stuff like why don't you just go into that and i was like yeah sure and now i'm just like living my best life it's awesome, awesome dude yeah. yeah yeah was there anything else that went into like make like making a big leap like choosing your um degree per se because i feel like film director isn't a general degree that you choose just if you kind of want to go into you it, have you know? it you have it yeah mm -hmm. i think i think it's a little bit of that because yeah because i know that like a lot of people have especially in the realm of like fine arts of where it's like mm. it's a skill either you have or you don't have yeah. per se and i've even when we were talking to a previous uh guest that is music theater we asked them like you know did they feel find that school was helpful for them and whatnot mm. so like um so I'll touch on that. Remind me to touch on that. <laughs> but first, I'm going to counter a point you said. So you, we said that some people have it or they don't have it. I'm a firm believer that everyone has it if they try hard enough. Mm, there you go. Um, my roommate is like, he's been wanting to learn like instruments for a while. And he's like, my, my brain just doesn't comprehend music like that. Right. I'm like, sit down with me. I will teach you how to play an instrument. Yeah. Like you just need to put yourself in that position for you to learn it. I think anyone could do anything. That's, I'm a firm Ooh. believer in that. Ooh. 
what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> I think Devin had like a question at the end of his. Did like, uh, do you feel like, because we were talking about your process into like going to school for this and stuff. Yeah. Do you feel like school yeah. is like, okay. is that something that is needed for the career, for this career path? Or like, what's your thoughts on that? Because I know it's kind of a spicy question. It's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a very, spicy gray question. Yes. Um, because, I mean, nowadays, I mean, if you make like a big hit on the internet, you can just run with that. Mm. Like Doja Cat literally made a, like song about like mm -hmm. cow milk or something oh, yeah. my God. like yeah. in like what 2018 or something wow. like that mm -hmm. it was it was a while back blew up now she's like one of the biggest pop stars ever yeah so like it kind of just depends i mean film is a little bit different it's a little bit harder to just like blow up but like there's that chance um i think in school i've learned a lot more about the craft which i think is obviously amazing i think it's very, very important. Um, but at the same time, I feel like genuinely, if you find the resources online and study hard enough, there is a possibility to make it. However, you don't have access to the people, right. the gear, yeah. the, um, the, the, the area. You know, yeah. I think a lot of filmmaking, especially filmmaking, is who you know. Right. And so if you start off with like freelance or just kind of blow up online, you don't really know anyone. It kind of just depends on the situation. Yeah, for sure. What are some important skill sets that you think somebody should have or should have to be a good film director? Oh boy. Um, say that one more time so I can like, think <laughs> <laughs> what are some important like skill sets that you think i think honestly um just being able to keep cool under pressure as well as have time to plan stuff like m in my opinion at least how, how i direct 90 percent of it is planning if you're if you're a bad quote-unquote planner I don't think you'd be a good director. Mm. Um, a lot of it is just making sure people are doing what they need to do, um, which a lot of that can go with like directing or assistant directing, but film sets, it's all about, okay, this time we need to do this, this time we need to do this. This is the order of how we're going to do it, and that's what we're going to do. Obviously, mm. like if you get on set, there might be a couple changes where you're like, actually, I kind of like that. Let's switch this thing around, but like it's very, very tentative. You need to... You need to be on it, mm. basically. Um, so those would be like my biggest things. I think also being able to emotionally gauge, engage with people on set as well as the actors, as well as the vibes around you. Because I mean, I'm sure you guys have like heard like directors yelling at their like <laughs> cast and crew. And it's like, I couldn't imagine doing something like that, like that. How can you just be so out of that situation where you bring yourself to yell at people like that? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Stanley Kubrick is like literally one of the most like well regarded directors ever. Um, I mean, I think I think he's great, but I've heard horror stories about how he treats his actors where they do 80 takes of the same thing and he <laughs> yells at them. And I'm I don't like that. That's not I make an effort to not do those things. 
Mm-hmm. I make it, I try to make it as comfortable as possible um, with my crew and my cast. And basically just like anywhere I am ever, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome to hear because, yeah, like you said, that's not what you hear from some successful movies. While it gets results, it may not, you know, yeah. produce the best relationships. And how has that for you developed when you started making uh, like your first uh documentary uh the Ooh. trap house and then moving into blue stem studios and uh just learning more as a directorial as a director's uh role i think i messed that up a little bit but um just how have you okay. learned those skills that you just talked about um now have you trial like, by fire man yeah um no i think one of the things that i've learned the most um doing this for a couple years is it eats your time like an animal like it i've i have a very interesting work slash life balance which is kind of like what influenced my film rundown that we had that premiere I was, for i was gonna try to build off yeah. of that with that we, we can touch that later. but i think the first thing that i really did because i did a couple shorts um a little bit but the first big endeavor i did was the trap house documentary which was like about an hour long the first cut was like an hour and 15 minutes yeah um doing that while balancing school was really really tough i never had to do that before mm-hmm. so kind of like what the timeline looked like for people who don't really know what i'm talking about um the trap house was a group of friends i met freshman year of college um, and which includes one of the hosts, Austin. Um, it was like a friend group of like what, thirty-five ish people. The, it was a yeah, it was a large group of people. Thirty-five ish people, and so, um, like around like October that first semester, I was like, what if I like start taking pictures with my camera, and like I can make like a little slideshow at the end of the year? That that'd be really cute. Um, which eventually turned into, well, what if I interview people and like we can like cross cut that which turned into, well, what if I just make a documentary where I interview every single person and take all the pictures I took and put them on screen and I talk about what the purpose of college and life is. Yeah, no, it was really um, awesome. <laughs> that really snowballed you know, for you. The natural progression of how it should go. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But that that was a time sink. That was That was a lot of work. So December... Once we hit that winter break, I kind of was like, I think I'm going to make a documentary, which turned into January. I needed to plan, film, and cut together every single interview by the time spring break started, which is about eh, two and a half months. So then after that, I needed to edit it together for the premiere, which was going to be, I think it was April 22nd. That yeah. sounds right in my head. <laughs> like I have that mem- I have that date well, fact, on the back of my brain. <laughs> it was seared in there for a while. Yeah. So, I don't know if you know this, Austin, but the day before the premiere, I went to the theater. Yeah. And I sat in it because I was making sure the audio sounded good, um, and the video was working. Video didn't work. Audio sounded <laughs> terrible. I stayed up till five a.m. No, I stayed up. I think it was like three or five a.m. But like I stayed, I remixed all the audio. Yeah, no way, dude. If that doesn't speak to your dedication, I don't know what. That's another thing. That's another thing about being in this industry is like you gotta be prepared for long hours. Maybe not those long hours, but like, (laughs) like 
you dedication is how you make it in my yeah. opinion i think it's a very it's a very hard industry to get into mm-hmm. um i think anyone who's in it right now just works their butt off all behind the scenes and you don't really notice yeah mm-hmm. well I'll, I'll speak to that because the the experience was awesome uh that was two years ago almost now or was it one and a half i don't the time frame it was about a head. one and uh, it, was, it, was, it was a year ago, yeah, like our end half. of our freshman year. Yeah, uh, Luke brings the entire trap house and almost anyone he knows brings them in for free to a movie theater um, where now I figured out he spent till 5 a.m. <laughs> getting it right. <laughs> and it, it was just an amazing experience for everyone to kind of get introduced yeah. to Blue Stem and watch a very professionally put together documentary about freshman year. And it was like awesome to look back yeah. at your lives and yeah, so I think that's part of what you get out of it is just seeing everyone have that experience. And that's why, you, is that one of the reasons you come so prepared and so dedicated to this? I th- I think so. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of horror stories, man. There's a <laughs> lot of horror stories. Um, I've been on a couple sets where, like, it's clear there wasn't much planning before. And I'm the difference it makes is astronomical. Mm-hmm. Um. The difference between having a storyboard versus not a storyboard is like maybe three hours for maybe two scenes, two or three. Three scenes. hours once you get on set, like, yeah, like okay. three extra hours you would be on set, mm. or one hour less, but it's a pile of poop. <laughs> um, <laughs> well said. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but it's it's very you gotta you gotta come prepared. Yeah, that, that's the main thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, especially not even in movies, but just like in some of my classes where the professor doesn't even come yeah. prepared. He shows up and looks through his last year's PowerPoint, throws one up, and then talks about it. Yeah, pre- preparation is so I mean, You can tell. Crucial. And I can tell you guys came prepared. Like, I can tell. And, and it's Somewhere. flowing very nicely, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How would we like up. to continue this flow of the conversation? Well, I was wanting to kind of circle back because as the as the director, you have your hands in a lot of different pieces. Yeah. So, like, who are some of the, like, for people who aren't as familiar, because we obviously did our research, so we, we know. <laughs> yeah, obviously. To, to explain to other people, like, <laughs> what are, like, some of the people that you have to, what is it that kind of exactly you do as the film director, mm-hmm. and how does that all go into creating the whole big picture of everything? So that's a big question. Mm. That's a big question. Mm. Um, the obvious blanket sta- statement is like everything. <laughs> they do everything. At least um, depends on like what level of budget you're working on. For people like me who like have a budget of like twenty dollars, um, <laughs> I do everything. Oh, um, but like you go into like the higher budgets where it's like they pick out who they want who they want on their set, who they want, all this stuff, which sometimes they don't even do that. The assistant director does that. They literally have a role, so the director doesn't have to worry about that. So the assistant director can just do all that, like, meaningless, like, okay, we got to make this call sheet so I can get every single person on. not meaningless. It's not meaningless meaningless, because it's very important (laughs) that we talk about. But, like, the mundane. Yeah, yeah. That's a better word. The mundane of, of getting the team together, crew working with catering all that stuff like i have to do all that stuff yeah mm. because of the level i'm working on um you it kind of just you might enjoy more of the big picture of 
the vision yeah. of the movie and um, whatever it is. The, the main thing with the director is just the main vision mm-hmm. um, and making that main vision come to life. Um, that's why you see like a lot of like writer-director combinations, which there are some that aren't. There's some that are. It kind of just depends. Um, I've done both. Um, it's a different challenge. Like, because yeah. whenever you start writing it, you kind of already visualize how you want it to look, how you want it to play out. Um, and sometimes that works better. Sometimes that works not as well. Um, it kind of just depends. But let's say I get handed a script. Obviously, I'm going to see that script different than how someone wrote it. You know? Um, so a lot of it's like working kind of with that. Yeah. So with that process and with your upcoming new film rundown, okay, what have um, sort of the challenges been in creating that? And what would you say those challenges really produced? That's a great mm-hmm. question. Yeah, dude. that's a great question, <laughs> dude. Thank you. This ball hey, for that one. Hey. That was a good one. That was Thanks, good one. bro. Thanks, bro. Um, Try to tie it in there. Oh, man. Dude, my brain's still processing. That. Okay, dude, this is a <laughs> um, lot of work on right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. That that was a long, that was a long thing. Should I just go into, like, specific, like, things about it? Or should I kind of just, like, this is what the, this is what the timeline looked like from um, beginning of idea to, like, end final product i'd like to hear that whatever the audience whatever you you guys like to hear (laughs) (laughs) put it in the comments below (laughs) we need a live show (laughs) live show would be fun um well so i had the idea so blue stem which i guess we haven't really talked about yeah yeah let me talk about that for a second blue stem studios is a production company that i and me and some friends run my friends and i run that sounds Back better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we make short films. We've made some features. Um, we just keep ourselves busy. Um, growing as filmmakers, getting a lot of people involved. Um, we started from like, okay, it's like six friends doing this now. Um, I just finished this script actually yesterday, yesterday or two days ago. Um, I'm working with some of the musical theater students okay. at WSU as well as some music students um like and so we're directly like relating our our industries kind of together you know where i ask my friends who don't know how to act act but now i'm working with people who are going to school for that who are going to do it professionally i reach out to people who are going to be doing music professionally and so i think over the years i guess it's been like almost two years now year it's been about a year and a half Mm -hmm since like we've just grown so much as like who we know what we're working with it's awesome um that's blue stem i guess yeah (laughs) Yeah. um we make films happen yeah dude except when we don't (laughs) (laughs) well so far they do and they've had i don't know how many uh films on youtube so far I don't even know the number. Too many um, to count. We've had three That's premieres though. True. We've had like three three events. Yeah. Which brings us back to why what we're asking, which is why rundown happened. Why did um, it happen? Tell us. So first premiere was the Trap House premiere. That was a documentary. The second one was the Ben Jaw Man. Yeah. Which Austin also attended. I was fortunate to attend to all three of these. He's an OG. He's an OG. Die hard. I feel very lucky. (laughs) He's gonna like rip his turtleneck. I'm a tattoo of you, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love you. 
Oh, come on, stop, Sorry, stop. I'll, I will, I will <laughs> stop. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, but so the second one was The Binge Ramen, which is like a comedy thriller a little bit. Um, it's it's fun. It's fun. It was. Um, but that was a process and a half. So I wasn't much of the production side. I was definitely on the editing side of that. Um, they filmed that over the summer while I was back home in OKC. Um, but during like, they started in like April, April-ish. They went till about like, September, Whoa. whenever, because we premiered it in September. So during the middle of the summer, they had to recast the lead actor. So they had to refilm every single scene, um, which I'm so glad. <laughs> this is why planning is yes. important. I, I, yeah. I can sense the, yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's kind of why I was like, okay, maybe we should like plan stuff out. <laughs> Um, because that sounds like the worst thing ever. So oh, learning by doing. Yeah. So about like a month before the premiere is whenever we had all of the footage to like start editing, which is not how it's supposed to go. That's not how it's supposed to go. Not how it's supposed to go. Um, rundown. I spent from like January to May editing, or actually December to May editing. Not one month. So one that month was a lot of work. Um, there's five chapters. It's uh, it's like a it's an hour long thing, but there's it's split into like five chapters. Um, I edited like one and a half of them, so I guess we split it between like three people, um, which that it was like the most crunch I've ever like experienced in my entire life. It it was rough, um, and so I get to the premiere and it's like it's over. Oh my gosh. And then I start, you know, having a social life again. And it's like, I kind of just forgot what it's like to like live a little bit, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. I got so caught up in what I was doing is with like what I was, what I was doing is I, I forgot about my friends. I mean, we, we've had this, yeah, we had we've, we've had this conversation where, I mean, like, I just, I just grew so distant. Like even like my partner at the time, like there was just a disconnect because I was so, focused on my work that I just wasn't really focused on anything else, which isn't healthy. No. Believe it or not. <laughs> believe it or not. It's not a healthy dynamic. I don't believe um, it. Yeah, don't believe it. Yeah. No. It's, it's actually better for you. <laughs> Please, that is not true at all. It's not true. Um, editing that. But that's kind of where the script originated, was kind of like a, well, that's not a good thing. And I, I need to focus on that. So obviously what I did was I worked more <laughs> writing the script, <laughs> oh um, which like uh, I, I took my time with actually. it. I, it was from like late September to like kind of like late October, which is like a reasonable time. Yeah. It was like a 30 page script. That's a reasonable time. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was an interesting experience writing that it was very therapeutic. Um, especially after like having multiple conversations with friends with my um, past relationship, like it's, it was, it was really, really helpful um, as a growing point. And so I kind of made it as a reflective of like, Hey, I'm shining a light on this issue. It's not good. Don't do it. Um, so yeah. So rundown is about, basically this guy named Tom mm -hmm. who gets this new opportunity at his job and it starts to detract um, from his relationship with his mm -hmm. girlfriend Ava 
um, which kind of, you know, obviously signifies that personal life yeah. from work life. Um, and so throughout the film, he has to balance like, okay, which one's more important? Work slash like pride and like what he, what he like holds himself in or happiness, love, like not being stressed, I guess. And so it's kind of just a balance in, of priorities. That's like what I originally made the film on. Yeah, based on uh, your experiences. Which is yeah. very cool, very cool. I feel like in the arts you kind of have to, you kind of just have to work with what you've got in terms of like what you're living through. Mm. Like I, one of uh, I think the best quotes from like that I've kind of like taken into um, was from Quentin Tarantino. Say what you will about him, but like <laughs> he basically said that um, if you aren't putting like what's going on in your life in your art at that moment, it's not right. Hmm. So he used this like example of like it could be like a cowboy story, but if you're like in the middle of a breakup and you somehow don't like put that in the middle of the story of like that heart, that emotion, like it's not it's not accurate to you as a, as an yeah. artist. Um, I butchered that completely, but you kind of get you kind of get like where where he's coming from, right? Um, right. You have I, to live it out and then. Yeah really put your heart and soul into what you've done. What exactly. You've That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Are we guess we're going into the timeline of it, I timeline? guess? Yeah. So we're, we're getting to the nitty gritty a little yeah. bit. So, okay. Writing started like late September. Um, went all the way to like late October. And then let's push that. Let's push that over there for the, for the visual people at home. Um, so then from about, we started filming in like December. So from like late October to like I think it was like December sixth or something like that. That was all planning. That was all okay. I need to storyboard all of these scenes. I need to actually get a cast and crew together. I need to ask people to take off work. I need mm -hmm. this. I need to get them to put this in their schedules, which in my opinion is like the hardest part. <laughs> Scheduling. Scheduling. Yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> Scheduling <laughs> this interview was hard enough. I was gonna say right, yeah. you've been our toughest, you've been our guy toughest to yes. get on this yes. podcast. Imagine and you work here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Imagine scheduling oh like God. 30 people. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're Which we're I going through a fraction of that right yeah. now. Yeah. I didn't have to schedule 30 people, thank God. I think the crew was like 10 cast was like six, but like that in itself was hard. With like that was still like with a month and a half in advance. Yeah, it was hard. Wow, it's hard. Planning though, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, gotta to. <laughs> you literally have to. Um, so yeah, we started wow. started filming in like December, um, which was that was a lot of fun. I honestly, looking back, I didn't know what I was getting myself into because mm -hmm. I made that documentary, which documentary was all you know, just interviews. It was yeah. pictures, not scripted. I just edited it together. It was made in the editing room. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't really know what I was making until I got into the editing room. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting experience. It's not how features should be done at all. <laughs> um, which, like, obviously, I took the precautionary measure of planning everything, which is good. Yeah. But I get on set and I'm like, oh, so I've never really had too, too much experience working with 10 people on my crew and, like, working with, like, actual actors and, like, extras so do you remember the final scene of the movie? Yeah. So the final scene without like spoilers, I guess, um, it has like 
the leads, pretty much. It's got the lead character. It's basically in-game, where they just bring in that. Bro. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. Bro. I'll, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Um, it's got the lead. It's got the boss. It's got three of the judges who are, like, some of the leads. Yeah. It has, I think, like, eight extras, nine extras on screen. Um, that's on camera. Behind the camera, we had me, Emerson... Ella, I'm just gonna like say their names because like why not? Um, yeah. There was obviously other people, um, but there was like probably like seven, eight people behind the camera too. So I had to tell all these people what to do. I had to tell every single one. I was like, okay, I need you here. I need like mm. I've never had to do that before, which it literally was trial by fire. I said that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it it clicked for me. Like I I was just like, okay, this is so stressful but like this is fun yeah this is like fun i'm like we're making a movie just <laughs> <It's kinda cool. laughs> uh, but yeah like so, a boss like a there you go dude yeah and so filming went from like that and then we took a break for christmas obviously <laughs> actually we should have filmed like i was like uh, we should film on Christmas Day. Oh we my should. god! No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> that would like when it gets everything you were trying to yeah. produce, yeah. dude. Oh my god! Um, yeah. So like we took a like a two and a half week break for Christmas break. People were going home. I was in another state completely, so we just right. could not film. Um, and so then we took like another week. Um, whenever everyone got back in January before school started back up. Um, and so then from January to the premiere on May twelfth. Um, I edited all of it. Mm. That include that's getting the scenes together, that's syncing all the audio and video, that's um, getting the rough cut. Okay, we have the rough cut. Let's make it actually watchable now. Um, trimming it up, splicing all the audio together, mixing the audio, get the color grade. Um, let's get the music. Let's start writing the music. Let's start orchestrating the music. Wow. So mm. there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. What? Wow. Uh, there's there's a few questions that went uh went through my mind there um but like you said you really learned how to be a leader in the middle of the process you, 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 would you would you say that yeah i would agree with that <laughs> I yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you think the biggest thing from that is just being prepared on clarity yeah and just being able to um, tell everyone what to do and also do you think a little bit of that comes with delegating out a little bit, even though it's all in your head. Like, yeah. well, how much of that is trusting who you have to also kind of make the right decision with the same vision in mind? So that's something that I'm still yeah. learning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been doing more stuff, and so I kind of have more of like a, okay, I know these people are really, really good at this. I know these people are really, really good at this. Mm. Let's put them in certain blocks that I know that they'll excel in. Um, and like, I, I love incorporating new people, but I'm starting to get to get to the point where I have like multiple people for multiple different jobs, which is hard to incorporate new people, which goes against the very thing I stand for. So I still like try <laughs> to do it as best I can. Um, but it's hard. Um, a lot of like the, I think like the main thing as a director, is learning with um i don't know i guess it's kind of just like working through the the hoops working with people finding out what they're good at telling like 
mm-hmm. pushing them in that right direction, watching them excel. Yeah. Because if I, which is kind of like I've I've tried before and it doesn't work. Like I've tried to do everything at the same time. It, you can't. You can't. Te- film is such a collaborative process um, that I don't think it doesn't work with one person. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think if you have one person do every single thing, it doesn't come out as good because it's one person's creative mind on it. Where if you have a bunch of like-minded individuals with a bunch of different ideas of where to take it, that's when it starts to get interesting. That's what I like the most. Mm-hmm. Um, as a director, um, I guess like we'll skip run down a little bit. We'll go into the future. We haven't even filmed this yet. We film. We start filming in August. Oh baby, um, mm-hmm. this new script mm-hmm. that I'm writing. Um, I guess I've already wrote it, but I'm in the process of working with the actors now because we need to get on the same page before we get on set. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously actors, yeah, memorize your lines. Like that's obvious. <laughs> but like before before you get on set the first day, you kind of need to go through scene by scene and like, okay, what's the motive of this character? Why do they say this line? How do they say it? Every single okay. line. Yeah. Maybe not like every every single line cuz some of it's like kind of obvious the way you like write the script, but like you really want to get into that that like real fine detail of it um i was reading this was like the first draft i was reading with um some of my actors they like asked me like why i chose this line and i was like i don't really know which is not good Mm. if you don't have a reason you shouldn't do it yeah so i changed it and now there's a reason yeah (laughs) um so like yeah that being said i'm i'm still learning and growing which i think is awesome yeah i think it's Mm -hmm. awesome it's really cool to see that process as yep. well. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think um one of the most things I'm yeah, I'm excited to see like how even more de- more and more details get added to um your films, which I think are pretty from from my perspective are pretty detailed already because I'm seeing like <laughs> I'm seeing little cross references between uh like um some of the earlier films yeah. into Rundown from the Trap House documentary even. Mm-hmm. And it's all kind of intertwined. In this new script that I wrote. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> is it connected it a little bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It has, it has some connection. It has some All right. Some all right. Can, we get, can we get a little insight as to what that is? <laughs> Just a little. Uh, um, let's see. It references. Um, have you, one of the things we premiered at the Rundown premiere, which is actually on YouTube right now at Blue Sim Studios. Um, Burnley's first mission. I, that was funny. That was really yeah. funny. Um, it references that. It references. Um, it references rundown too. Okay. It's just like a little like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we we don't have to get into that one too too much. Okay. Um, we're, we're still. Uh, well, we're still. We can come back to it, but let's get through those questions Second first. Podcast. And if we if we have some time, we can we can touch on the on the yeah, new stuff for sure for sure. We got all the time. Well, in the world some for of the, you. some yeah. of the questions <laughs> were as Go. to what you are preparing Fair. to do in the future. Mm-hmm. So. Oh boy. Okay. Right now, are we answering that right now? Yeah, yeah. let's answer it right now. Okay, I mean, we're in it. Obviously, film. Um, <laughs> like obviously, I mean, I'd hope, I'd hope. you um, found your calling. Yeah, no, I, man, I, it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. I feel like I've talked to like my mom about it multiple times, but the person I was going into college is so much different than the person I am now. It's because I found what I love, and the people I love making it like mm. with, mm. you know. 
That's so sentimental. That's oh, so that sentimental. is. I know <laughs> it is. That, that it is. My heart is. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's partially why, like, I wanted to have you on this podcast yeah. to s- for people to see um, you finding your passion and just going for it. That that's so awesome and inspiring to see for anyone out there. And I just really hope that this can be a catalyst for their finding for them finding their own passion. You know. But um, yeah. Let's continue. Or, for like anybody who is interested in like filmmaking, like yeah. what what would be like the next steps for them, or what? Oh, okay. that's a good question. Um, I think the main thing I was scared of was making something bad. Mm. Um, like even like whenever I was making those really silly YouTube videos, which I took off the internet because. I was oh, no. I was like five years old and I was like I'm not I don't want people to watch that so don't try finding them um <laughs> but <laughs> basically them like accepted. well because yeah. I I wanted to show people and sometimes they'd be like that wasn't funny Ooh. yeah which Ooh. that that hurts um and so thankfully I kind of got that mindset like a little bit out of the way but a lot of people are scared to make something because they don't want it to be negatively received. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. Which that's fair. It's a huge mental block. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's really, really rough. Um, but a lot of that is just pushing through it. Make something bad. Like, I don't care what it is. You need to make something bad in order for you to make something good. That's and that that's just statement. That's literally just facts. That's just facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Th- like I had to make those really silly YouTube videos in order for me to be where I am. You know, that's just part of the process. You can start really small like I did and then work up to okay, I'm working with actual actors, actual people like who know what they're doing. Um I'm going to school for a film. Like I'm not saying you need to go to school for a film to make a film, but there's that progression if you actually are interested in the industry, you're not going to make it by not making a movie. You need to make something. Boom. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I think I was um, kind of realizing the controversial nature of not caring enough about what people think, but you're actually making it for them to yeah. to think about. So. I didn't realize just till now how much of a struggle that might be. Is that something you thought about as well? A lot? Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. no. Like every single day of my oh, life, man. I'm like, I think that's why I like, I remember like the premieres in such like a high regards because people like come up after me and they're like, wow, man, like I can see the dedication, like you, like mm-hmm. after the premiere, you gave me a hug and you're like, I could see all the dedication that you put into this thing. And it's admirable, which makes me feel validated for spending eight months of my life on it. Right. Um, not every project's going to take you eight months, but you know. Yeah. This is yeah. This podcast itself is close to like I don't know how long. It's yeah. It's it been a, a while process. from the first idea. This was like yeah. maybe six months ago. But so you guys kind of understand the process right. of like okay, we need really need to just sit down. Kind of stir the stir the pot, see kind of like what works, what really doesn't, yeah. as well as I mean, I saw your guys' bullet points of all those things. Like, good for freaking you guys, honestly. Like, it's it's a lot. Like, it is a lot planning and taking the initiative to make something, mm-hmm. but it's just, awesome. Like you mm-hmm. said, just got to get out and do you it. Just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Just got to do, do it. Just got to do it. That's right. That's what yeah. I did. That, that's, that's what you guys what you did. did. <laughs> 
That's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, man. Proof that the ideology works. That's Boom. right. Proof is in the pudding. What flavor that pudding is, I don't know. I don't think that's a saying. But yeah, proof is in the pudding, pudding is a saying. saying. That's a saying. That's, that's a saying. like a yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> proof is in the chocolate flavored pudding. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's actually not a saying. That's not, but no. But it's. It could, should be. We can start be. it. We'll make it the saying. Chocolate flavored yeah. pudding. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, I think. We've had a great interview so far. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm really Break happy the way out, yeah. what I've learned from you even uh, in just this past 40 or so minutes. Mm-hmm. And I guess what we could uh, gear up towards now is any we, – we've talked about advice um, mm-hmm. you have for people who want to get into it. Um, I guess is there any more advice you have for people who want to get into it? Um, yeah, very I would question. I'd say – Find what you love, you know, and, and work with it. Mm-hmm. I There's so many different genres of art. I mean, there's music, there's film, there's actual painting. There's there's so many different things. There's so many different ways to express yourself mm-hmm. nowadays. I mean, you do dance, which I love interpretive dance and like theater <laughs> dance. Oh, my. It's it's beautiful. It's, it's so magical, in my opinion. What about Zoom? Um, I've Sorry. done Zumba. Zumba's awesome. <laughs> I like Zumba a lot. Yeah, Zumba's good. sick. Um, but I think you gotta find what you love, and you gotta work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I found love in visual storytelling, and so I kind of ran with that, and I'm here where I am now. I'm sure you fell in love with dance, and that's and you've come into that person. Um, any music artists out there, they like they make music because they like it. There might be a couple exceptions, obviously, but um, I think you just got to find what you love and you just got to work with it. Um, Sometimes you don't know what you love Mm -hmm. and you got to experiment. Yeah, I've I love music. I love writing music. I'm not I'm not like an artist. I'm not a music artist. That's just not for me. I love music. That's not for me. Mm. This is this is who I am. And that's how I find I can best express myself and my thoughts and my emotions wow yeah wise wise words i think i think that's that's the first point you gotta you gotta do in order to start the process second like i said earlier make it it's that easy it's that easy man and then repeat rinse out the repeat there we go couldn't have said it better myself. I'm just full of sayings today. I know. You are on it. Wow. You are wow. on one. Yeah. Dude, thank you yeah. so much for sitting down yeah. and doing this interview with us. And um, Real fast, if anybody is interested, where could they oh, reach yeah, you at? Oh, yeah. Like, that, that'd be so, pretty yeah. neat. Um, so on Instagram and YouTube, just look up Bluestem Studios. You'll probably find it. It's got film stuff on it. Um, if, that's, if you're into that, I guess. Um, I got to really, like, pitch myself better but i mean yeah that's i mean you can follow me on instagram i guess Luki poo <laughs> is my is my at but like nice mm-hmm. i'm doing film stuff so follow the film page there you go yeah all right yeah. well once again man thank you so much of course. glad to have you and keep on keeping on man doing doing what you do yeah i'll do i'm trying all right man great stuff 
don't really know how to. <laughs> yes. Thanks oh, wait, for, no, yeah, yeah. We got it. Thanks you got for it. sharing your passion with us. Um, it's as somebody who is not quite as familiar with you, the passion that you have for it and your dedication, it just without even just not even knowing the stories and everything like that, but just it it radiates off of you. So it's very cool to see. And so we're really excited that we've been able to be um, spread this out to wow. others and whatnot. And so thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure and tune in next week where we'll have another amazing guest uh, here um, kind of talking about themselves and what they do. And uh, don't forget to follow us our, on Turtleneck Table Talks, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everything um, and whatnot. And yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us.